Well, the Wallabies have uh, completed their European tour. So many of the players are off on holidays and having a rest. A lot of the coaches in world rugby are not resting as easily as their players. Uh, Paul, you're saying that you've seen sort of a report coming through that Eddie Jones is gone. We're just looking to see well, if that can be trying confirmed to get 100% anywhere. confirmation. Maybe Nick McCarnell. He may be uh, able to yeah. do so. He might be able do to it. confirm or otherwise. Uh, what's happening there? Uh, Nick uh, McCardle is on the line. Morning, Nick. How are you? Morning, gentlemen. Don't put the pressure on me like that. <laughs> well, yes, we're furiously backpedalling from the statement that Eddie Jones has been sacked, <laughs> and now we've put it on you. What are you hearing, if anything? No, I've just been trawling um, in the last couple of minutes, been been trawling the net to try and work out whether it's happened yet. The latest report is from The Guardian in the UK uh, saying that it, it will happen, but it hasn't happened yet. So that was published about an hour ago. So... Um, yeah, the, the reports that uh, that it will happen. Georgina Robinson, I think, was one of the first in the world to write it yesterday uh, in the Sydney Morning Herald, and and uh, she's got pretty good mail uh, normally. So um, yeah, I, I think we can take it as given. Although um, the reports uh, out of London were saying that that Eddie Jones was still going to go and 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 front the the review committee and and put his case um, that uh, that he still had life in the old man yet. But if you believe numerous reports through numerous uh, outlets around the world um yeah eddie jones is is on the way out from from england and, and it has to be said um he's had a poor year uh only winning five test matches but overall a 73 percent winning record uh, better than any other england coach so his tenure overall with england has been a success but a year out from the world cup they've lost patience Yes, we'll just actually, we'll get to that in a minute as to what it might have been that tipped uh, the RFU over the edge if, in fact, he has been sacked. But uh, that was a really definitive article from Georgina Robinson. Uh, <laughs> it was more than going out on a limb. It was a statement of fact. Where do you reckon she might have got that sort of information from with your journalist oh. hat on, uh, Nick? <laughs> well, see, uh, Georgie has been um, doing rugby now for many, many years and not only tied in very well with the players in terms of contacts and, and player managers, um, but also around the world. And uh, and she will have had uh, contacts within uh, England rugby, I'm, I'm sure, um, exactly who that's come from. You know, that's, that's anyone's guess. Mm. But I, I would trust her implicitly. She has really been wrong. So uh, the other thing that I, I think was interesting too was the way, I mean, we're getting into the weeds here, but the way it was treated... Uh, in some media outlets throughout the world, I was having a, a really good look um, late yesterday, and and the headlines uh, basically said that it had been done. You know, there's a couple of headlines saying Eddie Jones sacked, and uh, and then when you read the article, you know, the, the caveat of um, you know this is yet to happen. Eddie Jones expected to be sacked. There was a, there was a little bit of a, a difference between headlines and and the copy itself around the world. So if it does happen, Nick, and, and we're making the assumption that it will, where does it leave Eddie with the Wallabies and, and Dave Rennie? Dave Rennie has a contract till the end of next World Cup. There was a uh, discussion after they beat England in Perth, the Wallabies, in the first test of the, of the season that uh, yeah, there was going to be a contract extension. Well, that seems to have died down now. So is there any chance that we're going to see Eddie Jones back as the head coach of the Wallabies anytime soon? Uh, I, I would say there's a chance, but I don't believe it's a very big chance. Um, um, 
the the link to uh, to the US is very very strong. Uh, the reported link for Eddie Jones to, to USA rugby ahead of uh, the World Cup after Australia hosts the World Cup in, in 2027, and um, they would want World Rugby would desperately want a competitive USA Eagles team at that World Cup. Um, and Eddie looms as the man, or certainly has been linked as the man to uh, to go in and, and replace Gary Gold taking over the the USA job. So that's that's probably the strongest speculation going around. There is, and it has been for a number of years, amongst fairly influential former players in Australia who, you know, may have had some success under Eddie, uh, that they believe he still has something to offer Australian rugby. Whether Australian rugby itself, uh, and I'm talking RA here, whether they are willing to um, hand over the reins in the way that Eddie likes to have control of the reins, wherever he goes and whatever he does, uh, whether they'd be willing to do that is a really big question and and, uh, and I'm not privy to the answer to those questions. It would be an expensive exercise um, and I'm not sure, A, whether Australia can afford uh, at the moment to employ Eddie Jones, um, but I'm also not sure whether they want to take what is perceived as a risk. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a huge, if you want to talk risk-reward, there's a huge upside potentially because he's, you know, among the world's best coaches. But uh, it would be a risk, I think. So, um, yeah, I, I, whether I would like to see him, I, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to see it from the point of view of, uh, God, he can get a headline in a, in a game that has struggled over the last couple of years to create headlines. Um, Eddie would certainly put the game uh, back in the spotlight in Australia. Um, but uh, yeah, whether it goes down that track, that, that is anyone's guess at the moment. Andrew, just imagine if Eddie were to take over the US coaching job mm. and Donald Trump was re-elected mm. in 2024, can you imagine, though, that that would be a great visit to the White House, wouldn't it? Well, who's the bigger megalomaniac? <laughs> That's a very good question. I think there's another one for you. Eddie or uh, Donald Trump? Well, uh, speaking of going back to the future, I mean, uh, it's been a while since Eddie's been coach of Australia, um, so it would be a, a back-to-the-future type appointment, but uh, Wales don't seem to be overly concerned about it, albeit uh, Warren Gatland hasn't been out of the job for that long. He's back there to continue what he had a, a wonderful association with the Welsh team. Indeed, woke up this morning to the uh, media release from from the Chiefs saying that uh, they had accepted Warren Gatlin's resignation. He's back off to to Wales, um, and that will be interesting too because you look at Wales over the time that that he was there. I think he won a Six Nations at least one, um, but in terms of world rugby, they weren't hugely successful on the world stage and became a little bit stale under Warren Gatlin. So the question there, I guess, is can he reinvent himself as a coach and, and play a different style of game? Um, and that also has a, a, a knock-on effect when we get back to talking about Eddie Jones and what happens with England because Warren Gatlin was one name linked uh, to the England job should, uh, should Eddie move on. Um, so it kind of leaves now Steve Borthwick, who is... Uh, the Leicester Tigers coach at the moment and was uh, <laughs> one of Eddie's numerous assistants. Um, he does <laughs> chew them up and spit them out. And, uh, but they work together for, for some time. So um, he is now seen as uh, the front runner if Eddie Jones is to move on from England. And, and Scott Robertson is part of that 
conversation as well, the Crusaders coach. Um, mm. Now, he said that he wasn't quite ready for the All Blacks yet, so the All Blacks go and, and reappoint Ian Foster uh, until after the World Cup. Is Scott Robertson uh, willing to wait till after the World Cup? Could he be tempted, perhaps, to go to England? The reports were that he, he met uh, with England when he was in London coaching uh, the Barbarians just a couple of months ago. Um, and I noticed Georgie's article yesterday posed the question of, OK, well, what happens with Dave Rennie after the World Cup? Would Scott Robertson perhaps be interested in in uh, heading over to Tasman and, and coming to Australia? He, he does uh, he does like the Aussie way of life. He loves his, his surfing and, you know, the, the, the cafe culture. So that's a possibility. One thing that surprised me about that in Georgina Robinson's article, Nick, is... She said, obviously, that, that Robinson is Robertson's the favourite, the fan favourite, to take over as the All Blacks coach. But it seems as though the establishment would prefer Jamie Joseph because that surfer dude style image is not what the All Blacks hierarchy want. It's weird, isn't it? Um, so Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown, the, uh, who've had uh, success with Japan, but uh, but also um, with the Highlanders over the years, that sort of coaching duo, um, there seems to be a bit of a push on within uh, New Zealand rugby to uh, to do uh, exactly that. Um, and that, as time goes on, that seems to get a little bit stronger, that, that speculation. Um, I'll probably talk a little bit out of school, but after a, a Bledisloe uh, a couple of years ago in Auckland, and we all went back to the hotel and, um, well, as you can imagine, in Auckland, so we were drowning our sorrows, as you do when you, when you go to Eden Park. And, <laughs> But uh, some of our experts were there who have uh, played over the years against Scott Robertson. And so so rather than uh, hang out with his Kiwi counterparts, um, Razor came back and had, had a bit of a, a drink with um, with some of the, the experts on, on our coverage. And uh, and he was quizzed at the time by the, by those guys. Hey, you, you, would you be interested in coming across and, you know, maybe having a bit to do with Australian rugby? And, and he certainly didn't didn't rule it out he, he kind of said you know now's not the time and and i think he was also um pretty keen to uh, go to europe and and have some he, he felt like he'd, he'd done the academy thing at the crusaders and then obviously at that stage had had, had some success at super rugby he's had more since um he was i think wondering out loud whether maybe he needed to to go to the uk and and maybe you know the premiership there or take up a job in in france just to get a a taste of a different rugby environment. So it'll be interesting to know where his head's at and, and whether he's changed that point of view at all. It's always a pleasure to catch up with you, Nick, to talk rugby. Uh, we probably won't chat to you again till the start of next season, which is February 24, so it's only about eight weeks away. Mm. But, Nick, thank you for your time this morning. But every uh, every time you come on and contribute to the show, we always appreciate it because it's always very informative. So thanks again for the year, Nick, and we will be catching up very soon in February for 2023. We've got a uh, Rugby World Cup as well next year to look forward to. Yeah, a lot to look forward to next year. It's a, it's a huge uh, year and a huge few years coming up for Australia Rugby. Merry Christmas to you guys. Thanks mm. for having me this year and to, and to everyone listening who loves their, their rugby. And even if you don't love your rugby, Merry Christmas to you as well. <laughs> Good on you, Nick. Love it, mate. There he is, Nick McArdle from Stan Sport.